In this patient with abdominal pain, the most likely diagnosis is. I'm looking at the pancreas and what I see is several things. One is there appears to be low density in the body and tail of the pancreas. And if I look really carefully, particularly on the coronal view, I would wonder could there be a mass in the body of the pancreas? And maybe I'm dealing with pancreatic adenocarcinoma. But then you would say if I had pancreatic adenocarcinoma, I would have a dilated pancreatic duct and I don't have that. Also, when you look carefully at both the axial and coronal views, you see low density around the gland, very much an indication there's local inflammation. And it's true, you can get pancreatitis and carcinoma together, but I'm really focusing on the fact that I don't see a dilated duct, and I have what I would call a halo around the gland. Obviously, we're not thinking about neuroendocrine tumors, which nearly always are hypervascular. We spoke about groove pancreatitis before, and that occurs by the head of the pancreas and between the head of the pancreas and duodenum, and this is body and tail, so that's not going to be in the differential at all. So what are we dealing with? Well, this is a great case because we could understand why you might pursue the thought of adenocarcinoma, the patient had abdominal pain, but this is classic, that halo, the lack of duct dilatation, the hypodense zones, this is a beautiful example of autoimmune pancreatitis. Autoimmune pancreatitis is a real challenge for us. We know IG4 is elevated often, but only about half the cases. We know also the patients can present with weight loss, they can have dilated ducts, can very much simulate pancreatic cancer. The age range can be very similar, but again, you need to think about autoimmune pancreatitis. Treatment is typically 40 milligrams of prednisone for two weeks and the pancreas changes will resolve. So a beautiful example of autoimmune pancreatitis.